Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tone Talk with Mark Uzanski and Dave Friedman. Uh, how you doing? We've been off for a while. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, too. not thank God for for doing the show, really, but thank God I needed a break. Yeah. How was your How was your vacation? Uh, vacation was fun. Yeah. Good. Weather Weather was good. Cold? No, cold. Was it cold? <laughs> but it, it didn't snow, right? Yeah. So it was cold, but uh, yeah, no, Detroit was great. It was fun. Spent That's cool. Eleven days, I think, there in a really nice um, Airbnb apartment, right in the heart of downtown, with a view of Canada. Oh, really? Twentieth floor with a view out. You know, if you look to the left, you saw across the Detroit River, uh, and saw Windsor. And if you look to the right, you saw. There's a central square downtown that they do um, uh, Campus Martius or something where they do uh, like a skating rink and a big tree lighting and, uh, you know, a whole Christmas thing down there. And I, we saw the tree lighting. It was really nice. It was, it that's was awesome. Great. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, nice and then we went on the, uh, the, the foodie tour of Detroit for oh, yeah. 11 days. <laughs> I, I, saw some of the, I saw some of the uh <laughs> some of the pictures yeah i don't even uh, yeah yeah no 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 more eating for a while <laughs> hey that's what vacation's for man you want to enjoy yeah my american express says i enjoyed <laughs> really enjoyed uh, it really enjoyed the, the places the places that we went are not you know it's like you know you're taking four people essentially so because my oldest yeah. daughter was with me Mm-hmm. And uh, and my wife and my son was there, but he was out with us sometimes and sometimes not. And uh, and then her boyfriend came. So really talking like four people for dinner at least mm-hmm. all the time at nice places um, with bottles of wine and things like that. And that that boy, it adds up three to five hundred dollars every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're there I eleven know. days. Do the math. <laughs> I went out to dinner with you. I know how expensive it can be. <laughs> well, that was sushi, but but I mean, like it, you know, if you go to a nice dinner with your wife, how much does it cost you? Yeah, I mean, we don't even if you, know. if you if you don't drink, it costs you. Yeah, if you don't drink, even still, it's a nice to place, one hundred fifty bucks or something. Yeah, and exactly, if you if you had a couple bottle of wine, that sends it over three hundred. If it's sixty dollar yeah. bottle of wine or something, you know, times two, or you got four people times two, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But yeah, you budget for it and you just do it every year. I just yeah. had a big limit on my Amex, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was paid off completely. So oh good. I so could buy a car good. on it. Right. <laughs> It'll do it. Literally. Buy, buy me a car. I gotta buy my son a car. Uh, I'm doing that in February, actually. Yeah, cheap. Buy a cheap car. Yeah, we're gonna get him. My money. advice to anyone who has a kid that is going to because I've had three daughters before my son my advice is buy them their first car buy them just a good economy cheap used car because most likely they're going to wreck it most likely yeah they're going to wreck it yeah my daughter screwed up her car within like a month of of having it yeah it it doesn't pay it doesn't pay to be you know it's it's like buy them a you know four thousand dollar car or something and five thousand dollar car and then then let them wreck it <laughs> well, we'll see. My son's big, so I have to. I got to find something for him. 
like an SUV or something. We'll 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 go shopping. But yeah, uh, you, can get it. you can get something cheap though. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll figure it. Let out. him wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't. Uh, so this, you know, uh, yeah. no, no wrecks, please. I'd rather yeah. not. Um, hey, by the way, uh, today's show is sponsored by Sweetwater. Um, as usual, as usual, but even more so today because we are uh, showing you the Amplitude series of X series pedals. Um, these are really, really cool. This is the X time pedal. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got one too. Oh, yeah. I, I knew that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, really impressive pedal. They've got a series of them, which I'm going to share my screen so you guys can see it. Um, yeah. I got to say, I, I got this pedal because it was very intriguing to me. Uh, so it's a reasonably small format. Um meaning it's it's the size of a boss dd500 basically uh it's a little smaller than a timeline i think and uh you know at at 299 this is a full-fledged midi delay that is very easy to program no menus no nothing so it's simple mm-hmm. and um i was impressed what what i was impressed about with this delay and i it's going in my thing at home here uh, or at work mm-hmm. um, was how ambient it was. It, 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 it blends the it delay. Blends well. The delay really blended in well and it sounded three dimensional, meaning deep, almost like there was a reverb on it also, but there wasn't. Mm. So, uh, and, and for me, that's, that's just amazing. And it kind of reminded me of some older, delays that existed um you know rack gear old rack gear but but you know for a person that doesn't want to tweak too much and doesn't want like multiple page menus like the boss has let's say man this thing just kills i yeah, mean the, highly the- highly recommended and it's built like a tank it's actually built better than uh the strymon or the boss i would say cosmetically the casing the anodizing i think it's nicer so i'm, I'm really, a fan i'm yeah. a new fan so now i now i want more <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they have all of these i mean they've got the space reverb i i want to try the drive distortion i'm curious about that too but the reverb as well um you guys can get the demo at sweetwater right now for 269 on the delay which is a great deal um oh. so yeah I'd be kind of interested in the modulation. I haven't really delved into it. There's not much. They just got released. Um, I, you know, I, funny. I was looking around for uh, um, some videos or something. Some people that would have done some. There aren't that many yet. Um, because from what I understand, they weren't available, and then they just became available. Like, yeah, because they're only now. They're now just shipping the delay and the modulation, uh, the, right. the the drive and the reverb. You still have to wait on. So, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I, I'm in early. So use our link and buy one, people. These things sound great. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> use the link below uh, that I've shared, and uh, we appreciate it. We get a little kickback on it, but uh, you'll get a great deal on a pedal that I, I think it's going to be like the next delay that everybody's really using. So, yeah, man. It, it, I, I'm not joking. I mean, like, I'm a huge fan of the DD500, but mm-hmm. man, there's some stuff I like much better in this. 
The one thing I haven't tried on it is the uh, stereo, but it does have stereo in and out. So yeah, I didn't get a chance to try that yet either. Because again, we just got them ourselves. Yeah, but man, what when I was playing it, I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> yeah, very cool pedal. So, so thank you to Sweetwater, um, and make sure you guys check out our link below, and um, we appreciate it. And uh, Sweetwater is awesome, and these pedals are awesome. So cool. And before anyone emails me about the fact that I just cost them more money, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least it isn't very much money on this one. No, this isn't bad. So it's not an amp. Um, yeah. So we already have questions. So we should dive in. Um, one it, from Matt W., uh, not a super chat, but just the same. Uh, he said we should have George Metropolis on again. And I, I agree. George is great. Yeah definitely have george on again absolutely actually uh, jo uh, john sir and i were talking about maybe doing something again because uh we we wanted to talk about a specific topic hmm. and, and I, th I thought that was kind of interesting okay uh we'll talk offline well, we, we got we got some we got some hard hard uh hard people to nail down but we got to try to nail them down for our next guest um <laughs> but we got some good ones if if they through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike K. Thanks for the super chat. Uh, hey guys, two quickies. First, favorite humbucker to split, and why does playing to a click seem frowned upon? I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, um, humbucker to split. Favorite humbucker to split. You know, I got to say, one classic humbucker that splits really well is a duncan jb to be honest uh it sounds great in split mode you know often a lot of humbuckers too you don't necessarily have to use them in complete split mode you can use them in parallel mode because a weaker a weaker humbucker like uh you know more 8k 9k ish area when you split it it's pretty weak that's it's, what i was thinking like 4k 4.5k it's really weak but uh in parallel it sounds basically like a single coil and it has a little more output power, and uh, uh, so that's a that's a cool option. But a JB really does quite well because you know it's like a thirteen k ish yeah. humbucker, so you know you, it's you know six and a half or seven or something ish. It works it works pretty well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and playing to a click, playing to a click, man. Um, Here's the thing. Most of the classic music that, or at least a lot of the classic music that you love was not, was a bunch of guys playing in a room together, not to a click. Um, it, it, you know, uh, Rick Beato has some really cool videos that, that will literally tell you, uh, what we're talking about but what it, feel, um, it changes the feel of the music he, he like he he quantized and and put uh to a grid like john bonham's drums and when you hear it you're just disgusted by it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh it it, it it it's just like when when a whole band is is um living and breathing you know like uh i've heard some some you know the early van halen uh multi-tracks and man if you just listen to isolated uh things uh you, you listen to the drums and the for you solo the bass and you're like wow michael's not quite in time but then you listen to the drums and you're like 
oh, he's playing right to the drums. Mm-hmm. So the drums, they're varying in tempo a little bit. You can hear the tempo changes. And the same thing with a bunch of old Who songs and stuff. If you analyze the music, and Rick Beato did do that in in several videos. He he did some analyzation of this stuff and uh, and giving you examples of quantizing it and listening to it versus not. And it's just, man, it's just totally different. But in some instances, playing to a click has to be done, you know, if people are using backing tracks and certain things that, you know, they need to be, you know, right on the money, more modern music based. But my vote is for the feel. Okay. I just got a text. Sorry. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, for me, I'm, I also play drums. So, you know, I, I can play to a click track, but I'd rather not. I, I feel like my feel would be better. Um, the only problem with making music, uh, like today at on your home studio is if like, say I was trying to do this and I played my own drums with no click track. And then when you want to get to actually like editing the music, then mm-hmm. that's a whole fuck. That's a yeah. mess because it's on the grid and you're like, okay, well now, Oh God. Uh, you know, no, just, you have to, you have to have performances then you can't edit it then. That's right. the whole point. Right. I mean, you can't edit it. Right. You play as a band, you play as a one take performance. You know, there's not yeah. a lot of editing. I mean, there was a little bit of editing. They did on tape and stuff. Yeah, little, they punched little, in and little out. chops and little yeah. things, but you know, not, but if you really want to rearrange stuff, you need to, but there's a price. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's a price. It, it's true. It's true. Um, well, Mike, thanks for your super chat. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, Dave from Max Carlton guitar. Hey Dave, how do you like the 1969 to 72 super PA Marshall heads? They're fine. They can be made a super lead amp. Uh, most of the time, what you wind up doing is just converting it. It's the same exact transformers, the same exact parts for those era amps as uh, as what would have been in the like super leads or anything. So they're generally a good bargain because you can, well, maybe not anymore, but you used to be able to get those cheaper. <laughs> and if you wanted to mod it in any way, although at this point doing mod on something that old might not be, uh, might be frowned upon, shall we say. Um but if you wanted to mod it, there's lots of room to mod it because it's already got, you know, room and extra pots and all sorts of stuff. Cool. Uh, BB just messaged me that Jen Majura is in our chat. Hey, Jen. How are you? If you're here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks, BB, for letting me know. Um Stephen Douglas, Mark's a proud papa to a new snakeskin SLO. Yes, I am. Even though I know Dave doesn't like snakeskin. Not a fan. But uh, Yeah, I wouldn't have picked the snakeskin, but that's okay. I love It is a classic Soldana look. I love it. I love yeah, it. Cool. I wouldn't get snakeskin on any other amp but the Soldano. I used to like the the ostrich stuff that Mike had originally. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, that was cool stuff. Didn't yeah, didn't um EVH had one of those, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like blue. Right? Yeah. He had several different ostriches, ostrich uh, uh, skin Tolexes way back. Hmm. I don't think he can get it anymore, actually. Nah. 
Yeah, someone had asked me what, if it was actually uh, real snakeskin, and I said, no. No, it's just a no. Tolex. Yeah, it's just Tolex. designed to look that way. It looks real. I mean, it looks relatively real, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what else we got going on here. Um, okay. When will the Dark Lord David Friedman release his two notes cabinet IRs from the dark realms of the old underworld? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming in january that's funny at some point in time in january i don't know if it's the beginning of january or the end they are coming people that'd be cool yeah i saw pete thorne just released his yep and michael nielsen yeah, we, before that as most people know because obviously joey here probably knows pete and i did it at the same time so we're just different cabinets. And I, I specifically picked some cabinets. Uh, I left one cabinet out. I own uh, a Blackback 75 cabinet because Pete did it. And I was kind of like, ah, let Pete have that one. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did do all my cabs that I generally use in my shop here. So you'll Very see cool. really cool, cool ones, unique ones. Hey, by the way, um, speaking of your stuff, I watched the uh, James Lugo amp shootout part one. Oh, yeah. And at the very end, like at 12 minutes something is when your amp comes on. Your 50 watt. Oh, yeah. Plug, plugged into a Variac. Yeah. And it sounds fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. It sounds great. Um, that's a great video to watch. If you guys want, I'll post it in the... Uh, really old at this point but yeah yeah it's 10 years old yeah um but i'll post it in the comments if you guys want to see it uh but yeah that it starts off with dirty shirley did yeah starts off with uh with a dirty shirley and then it ends with your your plexi i don't remember what was there <laughs> uh, it's a really long time ago a long time ago yeah but it was good video like i was it's short it's not super long yeah and yeah and uh so it's cool if anybody was interested in hearing dave's amp that most of his amps are based on so yeah uh modern vintage dave is there an ideal minimal distance from the rear wall that a speaker cabinet should be even if it's sealed just like a sealed studio studio monitors man i don't know um depends on the room really and what what you have going on in the room i mean i have my cabinets up against the wall mostly so i don't really i don't really feel it depends on how big the room is it depends on how live the room is it depends on how dead the room is so again well here's our t-shirt de it depends <laughs> depends speaking of that i've been having problems getting a hold of uh spring yeah. And getting help because we used to have the shop on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. And it disappeared on our channel. Okay. And so, so I went ahead and tried to reload it up based on the code that they give you and everything. And it yeah. won't work. So, and I, otherwise it looks like I have to reset up a whole new account with them, which is stupid because I already I already have the account set up. And there's no customer service or anything? And there's no one to call. I mean, I've called and I can't get a hold of anybody. So it's it's a mess. So if anybody knows anybody from Spring, maybe they can get a hold of me. Um, because they I, know, I know it works on everyone else's channels. I know. It just <laughs> I mean, Pete Thorne uses Teespring and so do, I think, uh, 
I think so does uh, several other, tons of other people. Well, here's the thing, though, I will say. All of those people have over 100,000 subscribers. Spring doesn't offer uh, help to YouTube channels unless you have over 100,000 subscribers, like someone who would be like to actually help you set up your account and everything. Okay. So you have to have 100,000 subscribers to get that benefit. So getting like you should be able to pay them to do that. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. It's pretty annoying. So I'm hoping that I can get that settled this week and everybody that I can get the T-shirt set up before the holidays. And so that's the plan this week. Just so you guys know. Um, All right. Uh, Paul Leonard Ewing. Dave, have you checked out the MXR Classic 108 Mini Fuzz, a silicone fuzz face? If so, what do you think? Yeah, the little, the baby, the baby round one. Is that what I think you're talking, maybe? Um, yes, they sound cool. I mean, the silicone, I always like silicone fuzz faces. Those are good. Doesn't have to be germanium. Okay. Pretty cool. I mean, fuzz face is not something that I particularly use all the time. Like, if I go for a fuzz, I like really nasty, broken, yeah. broken fuzzes more. Um, but yes, it's a it's a cool pedal. So is the analog man Sunface. That's a, yeah. that's an awesome fuzz face style pedal. Yeah, I've got one of those. Great. <laughs> uh, okay. Mill Kennard, Mike Kilnard. Um, hi, Dave. Which tube do you like for seventy seven twenty two oh four sixty five fifties or EL thirty fours? And is there a difference in a twenty two oh four and a twenty one oh four? That's been mounted mounted in a head cabinet. It, it's still, the, you know, it's still essentially the the twenty two oh four twenty one oh four is a JC made hundred circuit, really. Which, well, it's a JMP circuit if it's seventy seven, but which is the same as a eight hundred circuit. Um, so there's not much different. I mean, there's slightly different. Uh, in the construction of how they did certain things. And then later they went to board mounted pots, but still all in all, it sounds like a, you know, an 800 based amp as far as, uh, in the 2204. Now I have seen some 77, 2204s that have very low plate voltage and they, and at some point in time, they changed them to the higher plate voltage again, Old amps, really old amps had higher play voltage. And then at some point they reduced them uh, in the mid seventies in the 50 Watts only to like 380 volts, which is horribly low and kind of not great. And, uh, and then later they boosted them up uh, again. So mm, it depends on your amp, <laughs> but uh, if it has low plate voltage, I'd definitely say the 65 fifties. Um, Cause it just adds a little more, um, punch shall we say uh cleanly punch um but i i, I do like 6550s can sound great the the tubes that sound the best though were the old ge 6550s uh the cool thing is in a 2204 there, there's a good chance you might be able to find a pair of those pretty easily and they kind of last forever mm. so uh i mean uh i think those sound really good Newer 6550s, pretty good, but not as good as the old ones. 
as usual. Yeah. And then there's a variety of EL34, so it depends on what you're looking for. Okay. Th and thank you for saying that you love every show. Thanks so much. Um, there's a super chat from John Shack Shackleford, um, but I'm not sure if I see his question anywhere. So if I miss that, uh, John, just let us know. Um, here's another John, John Theopman. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, my direct mounted NoHo pickup is at seven millimeters from the pole pieces with the string pushed down at the 24th fret. Can I shim the pickup to match my other NoHo, which is at four millimeters? Would it negatively impact the sound? You can adjust it to whatever you want it to adjust it to. Sure. So it's direct mounted. So he, he's it's direct mounted, but uh, I mean, we we did a few did it a few different ways over time, though. So uh, it's supposed to have some foam behind it, so you can adjust the screws so it'll come up a little bit. Um, but there were was a time when there was no foam behind it, and it kind of rocked around. So there's there's uh, you can adjust it. Sure, you can shim and adjust it. Do whatever you want with it. Whatever you like. Fine. Mm -hmm. So I remember uh, John Sir saying that you can get your humbucker almost as close to the strings in a bridge position as as you want. Well, yes, because it, it's not pulling on the strings. The neck pickup would be pulling on the the magnetic pull on the strings would be more. Um, you know, it it if the neck pickup's too close, it can stop the string from vibrating because mm -hmm. of the magnetic pull um i i believe that a pickup should be wherever you like the tone of it and every single kind of pickup is a little different so you really should play with your pickup heights and just listen and and far away closer in between and then you find the sweet spot and set it there but it's not cut and dry you know if you you say four millimeters Every guitar is different. Every pickup's different. So you might be a different speed, uh, sweet spot. Hmm. Four millimeters to me seems a little close, but. Okay. Uh, Paul Crane has an idea for these Ask Dave episodes. Have a theme which keeps coming up, such as valves or best pedals, et cetera. Sometimes hear great advice, but can never remember which episode it came from. Well, yeah, that's hard to do because, I mean, Yes, that's a good idea, Paul. Um, but keeping on track yeah. while people are asking you a million other questions and you veer off track, that's hard. It is hard. It's or hard. we can just, or the, the shows would be shorter. Just say, you know, just have a twenty-minute discussion on valves or something. So what? What do we do? Not you know, if 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 someone asks a different question, not answer it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I think it's kind of freeform, just like Pete Thorne's show is on Sundays, you know? Yeah, it's, that's how it's I a freeform discussion. Well, thanks. be anything. Yeah. We we will do other uh, Dave's Picks shows at some point. That's still on the, the block for, for doing, you know, yeah. on the list. Um, and wait, was this the question? Yes, I think this is the question from John Shackleford. Hey guys, Dave just purchased the Run 20 head and 2x12 matching cab. Just wondering if you are planning to make an amp and cabinet covers in the future. 
You can get amp and cabinet covers from my friends at Tukey Covers in Michigan. They have them for all our amps. Does it say? And they're great covers. It does Does not say Friedman as of yet. Okay. But uh, we might uh, do something with them where it does. We'll see. I got I got to circle around and get back to that. I I was having a discussion with them about it. It'd be a nice touch if yeah. You know, it'd be nice to have. Um, BV says that Gem Majura has a question. Um, I use my Line Six Helix via effects loop through my Synergy preamp modules, and it's freaking killer on this tour. I love it. And the HBE and BBBE is the perfect sound for Evanescence. So thank you. Oh, no problem, Jen. So that's awesome. Yeah, that, that 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 would be that. I saw a picture of your rack actually recently, so I I did see that. Very cool. That's that's nice to to hear, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's scroll down a little further. I know we have some other super chats. Uh, but before I get there, Elliot Strong, is it possible to put the power section from one amp into another amp? I have a discontinued Aguilar and the transformer shot, and they don't make a replacement part for it. Is it possible to put the power section from one amp into another amp? Uh, hmm. They don't make a replacement part for it, really? Seems kind of weird. Um, can't get a transformer from them. That seems odd. Uh, is it possible? Well, I guess it's possible, but I don't know what the amp is or what exactly. Well, DB750. Um, hmm. Yeah, it might not be that possible. I, I would have to look up even what that is. It's a base amp, I'm assuming. Hmm. I don't have an answer for you. I'm going to tap out on that one. <laughs> That's a tough one. Uh, this question always comes up whenever people talk about the new SLOs. Who's announced now the supplier of transformers for new SLOs after Magnetis components died? Haybor in Michigan. Yeah, I mean you don't you don't really have any transformer suppliers out there. They're, they're like literally almost they don't exist. <laughs> so you know it's it's pretty much uh mercury magnetics uh haybor if there's a company called tds that um makes transformers for matchless and um there might be one or two other ones that aren't readily used so majority uh i I, haybor actually bought some of the the uh, old winding machines and stuff from um magnetic components also bought some of their boxes also bought a bunch of their supplies and leftover stuff when they were liquidating things Hmm. so um haybor is a great company they make fantastic transformers i would say they're better than the other ones i have no complaints on um how the no transformers on the amp you know sounds great when this when the when the slos were being done we we listened long and hard to the original transformers versus replacement transformers and then the haybor transformers and trust me they sound right 
Someone wants to know if they, you can make a 20-watt tube amp that's not so expensive. A 20-watt tube amp. 500-ish, sure. It's going to be made in China. So, period. Yeah, do you want and, that? And actually, to be honest, it's it's starting to... I mean, there's nothing wrong with something being made in China. You can make some stuff good, but it's actually... To make things in China is actually starting to be, uh, from what I'm understanding, is starting to become very costly. Well, the freight, from what I understand, is super expensive now. Yeah, it's it's starting to become very costly. So everything has gone up. Even Chinese products prices will be up. So 500 might be a tough target at this point. Hmm. And here's a question that people have been asking. Any idea what's going on with the EVH5150 Iconic amps? My guess it's stuck on a barge somewhere in the... in the. Yeah, who knows? I don't think it's a barge. It's probably made in Mexico. Oh, well, that's possible. Because uh, the other EVH stuff, I think, is made in Mexico. So... Mm. Um, okay, you're probably right. But I'm not, I'm not positive on that. It might not be. It might be made overseas i have no idea um but yeah who knows it's probably delayed parts delays uh product delays everything's delayed finding parts to make things is getting like Im impossible i mean just every every day every week it's it's like hey we can't get this part until uh 2023 can we use something else I'm not joking. 2023. Jesus. <laughs> Can we use something else? Okay. And you scramble to do that. Then you buy everything that's possible with the part you find. And then, you know, then the next day, oh, we can't get this either. So uh, can you find another part that we can use? Sure. Buy everything in sight. <laughs> <laughs> literally, I think we 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 screw over a bunch of smaller manufacturers because I, we literally will buy everything. What just, other choice do you have? We don't have a choice. We just got to buy when we can't. Oh, there's two thousand available. Buy them all. Right. Otherwise, you're oh. going to be in a bad position. So you know, it's it's kind of survival of the fittest at this. Yeah, point. Yeah, because if if you don't, if you can't, so on the level that. Uh, boutique amps distribution is doing things if you can't make product you're going to be out of business because there's overhead there's people to pay there's the you know there's huge overhead there was all the moving all the new buildings the new buildings are more money than the old buildings everything is you know reliant on the fact you're shipping product if you don't ship product right. you're going out of business quick on that scale. I mean, if you look at, like, say, a monthly nut for a company like that, it's massive. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the post from uh, Jen Majera. Uh, Hello. Somebody during my YouTube live just told me to come here and say hi. That's cool. Uh, how is everybody doing? Greetings from the Bitter Truth Evanescence Tour. Super cool. Hey, Jen. Maybe one day at NAM we'll see you again if we ever have NAM again. <laughs> I love that. How many other YouTube shows have people just popping in like that? Um, not to toot our own horn, but sorry. Um, that's too cool. Uh, Art, what's up, Art? Hey, guys, greetings from San Jose. 
question regarding wet dry setups where does the mixer come into play how do you wire it with your effects what mixer works best oh boy um wet dry or wet dry wet i'm not sure mm -hmm. so so the, wet, dry, the, but... the object of the mixer is a lot of effects do not have analog dry paths so um if you say, oh, let's just say simply, you let's say simply you had a wet dry setup. You had, uh, let's say, whatever amp of choice going into uh, your dry cab. You're taking a line out off that amp and feeding, let's say, specifically an eventide H9, which does not have an analog dry path. And then you feed that into the other cab. If you want dry in the wet cab, because there's two ways to run it. You could run it all wet, and then it doesn't matter. You don't need the mixer necessarily. Or if you want dry in the cab, a la EVH or, you know, a bunch of Steve Stevens back in the day when he had that kind of rig. Um, if you want dry in that cab, you need an analog dry path. Otherwise, you're dry that you hear in that cabinet is slightly delayed and it'll be out of phase with the dry signal, slightly out of phase. Um, analog dry path it passes through unaffected. So that's where the mixer comes in. Now the choice of mixer, well, that depends on how many uh, effects you're trying to use. Uh, what effect, what's the whole setup? I mean, there's a whole bunch of uh, different options there that you can you can do. Uh, it had to be a little more specific to answer that one, which is the best mixer. Mm. Now, the, oh, that's another good thing that I didn't mention. That you know that the amplitude delay that we talked about. This guy is an analog drive path. Yay them! <laughs> <laughs> so is the boss, and so is the, the Strymon timeline, but. But that's a good thing. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. And I, I listened to it, too, in the loop of my amp, and it was awesome. So no no coloration. Yeah. No, it sounds great. I'm very yeah. impressed with it. Um, okay. Let's see what else we got here. Someone said, yes, would love to have John Sarah on again. Always. Yipas Patil. Thank you. Um Mike Simmons, thanks for I like the super Stevie Fryad on again too. Yeah, yeah. There's so much has happened since the last time he's come on. Absolutely. Um, Mike Simmons, thank you. Hey, dudes. I know I'm late to the game, but just saw Akira Takasaki playing a BE100. Love that guy. Does he have any? Does he have any mods going on in his? No mods going on in his. Um, it's his it's an older. It's an older BE100. He's had it for a bunch of years. He did a video for us out, that's out there if you can look it up, uh, where it sounds killer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he played all his like you know famous riffs. That was that was fun to do that video here at my shop. Um, that was that was just awesome. Yeah, you know because cool. we'd call out a song or something, and it was just it just like he'd play it and just like oh yeah there it is <laughs> holy crap you know. Um, he does use it loud. And he uses it uh, kind of interesting. I think the mids and treble are on 10 uh, on it, if I recall. I, yeah. 
yeah and then I, I forgot where the base was might be noonish or something and then he had the the presence man i can't quite remember presence might have been at like four or five or something um uh he's used different setups the be channel be with the c45 on he's also used the hb it kind of depends on what he's feeling yeah that's cool with his killer guitars literally killer guitars those are cool <laughs> those are cool guitars yeah, yeah um, super cool. I'd, we'd love to have him on, but uh, yeah. there's the language barrier issue. So yeah, we 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 tried asking. It was just too. It wasn't gonna. He, he yeah, he doesn't speak any. Yeah, we, we were gonna do it with an interpreter even, but well, eh. it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I I once did a show on that other show I was on. We interviewed Jason Becker. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Hmm. He was on with us for uh, New Year's Eve. It's a shame that that show is not on the YouTube anymore. On the look, you know how old I just sounded. It's not on the YouTube anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You're old. I know. <laughs> the YouTube. <laughs> the YouTube. The you sound like you're. You sound 70. like you're seventy. It's <laughs> not <laughs> on the YouTube. Oh my god, that's too funny. Um, it's a shame it's not on. Because uh, it was a really cool interview, but you know, it, clearly he can't talk, so he has an interpreter who's doing yeah. his thing, and uh, so it was tough, but it was awesome. I I, I, meant, I wish I could go back and watch that. Cause it was a great interview. Um, cool. I never saw it. Yeah, it was really cool to talk to him. Um, I felt really inspired after that. I was just like, wow, this guy to just sit yeah. there for an hour and a half and talk with us in his state. It was just crazy. Um, Zeke Downey, thank you for the super chat. I'm not sure if you have a question. If I see it, I will ask it. Um, okay. Here's the post from Jen. And thank you so much, Jen. would love to see you on tour. Um, Vibhas Patil got a super distortion on my parts caster. Both split and parallel sound amazing. Oh, yeah, that one would because, uh, sure. Absolutely. It's high output. Yeah, higher output. Yeah, higher output. Um, well, I think we asked that before. Was this the question from Zeke, maybe? When can we expect the two notes Friedman pack to come out? Uh, January. Was- yeah. They were spacing it apart from Pete's. So that's why. Yeah, makes sense. Although it would have been nice to have yours out for the holidays. Uh yeah, well, yeah. People yeah. buy it you, anyway. You can buy it after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love your when you're, when, yeah, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. Uh Paul Crane, any word on getting Dave Navarro on the show? Yes, there is no word. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? I will uh, I will make that a point to actually text him. Okay. <laughs> and and see, uh, he's a you know what? When I first met him in you know, met him and talked to him for a while, I mean, I was just like, wow, what a great guy. I mean, like he's very very cool, very humble, very nice. Um so I'd love to have him on. He'd be awesome. Yeah. Love I yeah, I'm a huge huge fan of James Addiction. Super super cool. Um super cool guy. Really liked him after I talked to him. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because when I was going through my tattoo phase, I started watching. It was right around the time that he came out with that uh, Ink Master show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started watching Ink Master. The first 
like two seasons. Yeah. Kind of cool. Then it got a little cheesy for me, but, um, I watched it. Yeah. Did you? Mm -hmm. It was cool. Some really good artists. Although I have no tattoos. I like tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) You should get one. I know. I know. And, and I, you know, like, um, I'm friends with, um, um, okay senior moment sorry i can't remember uh his name bob tyrell oh yeah bob and uh i'm friends with bob tyrell and uh you know he's always like yeah you know anytime you want something let me know does he live in la uh he does half time in la and half time in detroit so i think in the winter he's here so he's probably here now Mm, fellow lefty yeah so uh bob's super super cool uh i gotta decide if i want the black and white in the theme that he does. Yeah, I was going to say because that's what he does, right? The black and gray, black. He and does white black stuff. and gray only, and he's more in the horror genre mm. of uh, tattoos. Not totally portrait style stuff too. I, so I actually do have an idea. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've thought about getting another one, but we'll see. Um, let's see, Bill Lima. Thank you. Uh, no questions today. Just a thank you note. Oh, that's awesome of you. This show is great and very informative. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, Mike Simmons says, I second the JB coil tapped. Yep. Give me a great tight Tabor vibe. Oh. Um, Dave, why, a cool pickup. Dave, why didn't you like the JCM 900 series? Uh, cause it doesn't sound that good. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, it was made kind of crappy and it doesn't sound that good. So that's the best way I can. I mean, much, you know, 800 would be far better. Uh, I, think I mean, they tried to, they tried to do something, but they, they improved upon what they did with the DSL. I thought. So when they moved on to the DSL, at least you can get some decent sounds out of a DSL. I thought so. The, there's I, also I, the 900 SLX, which is the uh, SLX isn't bad. That uh, out of the 900s, that's probably the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's. I was going to say, if you get a 900, that's probably the one to get. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Benny? Hey, man. How are you? I hope he's doing well. Um, let's see. You know, I had another idea for a show too, guys, and I think you, maybe you guys will like it, or maybe you won't. You might hate me. Your wife will hate me. Uh, I want to do a show. I'm going to be liquidating a bunch of gear oh. that just literally is sitting here. I mean, I'm not liquidating my favorite pieces, but I mean, I have a ton of stuff that's just sitting here and it's ridiculous to have it. So I'm going to liquidate a bunch of it. And I kind of, I, it's funny. I had the idea to show the, you know, like do it in segments and stuff. But show the pieces and talk about them on the show. Uh, and, and it's funny. I had that idea, and then I saw Henning Pauly do the same thing. Yeah, he just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he just showed what he was selling and stuff. So, I mean, uh, I, I don't know if you guys would be interested in that kind of thing. We could do that sometime, too. Um, you know, I, it's easier if I can just you know do it with one of you guys that we deal with all the time. If you're interested in some stuff. I, I have a sell, lot of stuff. <laughs> I might sell a couple things too. So that maybe we'll just have a, a sell-off show. It's the Tone Talk Garage Sale Show. There you go. 
I like Musical it. gear garage sale. I like it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, well, at least it shows, you know, what's what's up and what I'm going to sell. And, you know, I can, like, pull it off the wall and go, hey, here, selling this. Right. Yeah, that's great. Um, Adam Wright. I just ordered a twin sister special order matching two by 12 and buxom boost, uh, from Cosmo music in Toronto. Super pumped. Thanks for all the great products and videos. Cool. Cool, man. I know Cosmo music. I was there once supporting the little guys. Nice. Cosmo's like the Sweetwater of Canada. Oh, really? Well, I think Cosmo is trying to be sort of like a Sweetwater of Canada. Hmm. I mean, they, they were doing like a, a little show there, you know, that they do like Sweetwater would do gear fest mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and I went one year, oh, very, wow. sim- very similar to it, just on a smaller scale. That's cool. Yeah. Um, nice store. By the way, guys, uh, make sure you uh, check out the Sweetwater affiliate link. Um, I'm also going to be posting the link to the Amplitude uh, X-Series pedals, so you guys can check those out. Um, Oh, you know what I meant to ask you? Did you check out the new Beatles Get Back? I haven't yet. Are you a Beatles fan? I am yes and no. (laughs) I, I mean, I'm a Beatles fan. I totally respect it. I'm not a huge Beatles fan. So uh, I'm more of a Rolling Stones guy, nah, and gotcha. generally Rolling Stone guys aren't Beatles guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like them both. I mean, I love the Stones. I'm gonna but... watch it though. I mean, of course I'm gonna watch it. I mean, okay. I think that'll be cool. But yeah, it's for the. I would just say for the person who's not like super into the Beatles, it can be a bit long and arduous. No, you know? I like it. Like but yeah, it. it's super cool. It's just. I mean, so... I, w- I was watching the the I was watching the Rick Rubin one, which I still haven't finished. Oh, that's great too. Yeah. With Paul. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I remember where I was watching it. Where is it on? Uh geez. Hulu, Netflix. What is it? It might have been Hulu. It might have been Hulu. I think it was Hulu. You ever have this problem where you're like you're watching a show yeah. and then you stop for a minute and then you're like, What channel? What show Wait, what, what, streaming? Yeah. what streaming service was that on? And then you gotta go looking. That's what I do. I go I go on Google and I look it up and I'm like, okay, oh, that's where it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. No, it was on stars through Roku. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh um, wait, it was on Showtime, but that comes through this what channel? Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I love the Beatles thing. The get back. I watched the end of it with my son last night. That was the other really, really cool experience. My son came to me and said, Hey dad, you want to watch that get back thing? And I was like, yeah, sure. You want to watch it? You know, I knew he liked the Beatles, but I didn't really think that he would be into it. Um, so that, that was really cool to watch eight hours of that with my son, which was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Downey. Oh, we, I think we answered that. Uh, when can we expect the two notes? It's coming out in January, Zeke. Uh, I think the answer here is yes. At some point, does Freeman plan to put out a non-master volume Marshall style amp? Why? Yes. In the vintage series that will be coming. If we can ever, you know, get enough parts to make things. Mm. Uh, (coughs) 
You can get gator skin from the Swamp Boys. Talking about real gator skin. I know some okay. swamp. I know some Swamp Boys out here in the Everglades. They might be able to get you some. I bet. I bet you do. <laughs> Only in Florida. Swamp people. Um, when is the Synergy Small Box happening? Oh God, it's not even not even close yet. But I, I haven't even designed it yet. So you are doing one? Uh, I want to do it. Yeah, oh, probably so will. So it would be different than the Plexi one, the Plexi module. Yeah, yeah, no, totally different. Yeah, it'll it'll be like a small box amp. Okay, but probably two full channels. Cool, meaning EQs and everything. Right, two separate EQs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are the best modules I find where you can have independent EQ. Uh, Harmonicaster, thank you. What's the status of the electronics supply chain? I think we talked about uh, that a little bit. Um, uh, officially fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fucked. Oh, um, it's fucking crazy. Uh, it's, yeah. It, I, I We talked about it earlier, but it's, it's you know, it's every day is like... A, Oh, we can't get this. What are you going to use? Okay, I guess we could use that. Okay, great. Buy it all. Mm. Uh, it's rough. And chips are even rougher. Fortunately, we don't do anything with that. So that's good. Thank God. Yeah. Um, so Jen had another question. Are we? Are there going to be any more Friedman preamp modules in cooperation with Synergy? And I think the one you just said yes. was Sawbox. There is going to be a... Uh, coming out in the near future, uh, meaning I've already prototyped it, it's already done, is a, a BE Deluxe module. Mm. So that will incorporate um, HB and BE and in one module along with saturation stuff, fat. So, you know, two, two full EQs, two... Two gains, two masters, two EQs, so two complete channels. So yeah, that, that is going to be very cool. Awesome! I can't wait to check it out. Um, and either so channel can be either thing. So if you want two HBEs, you can have two HBEs. If you want two BEs, you can have two BEs. Hmm. If you want a BE with SAT and a B a regular BE on the other channel, you can have it. Hmm. So yeah. Ooh. So fun. General, like I'm leaking. That. I'm leaking that. <laughs> nice. Oops. So when do you think? When do you think that'll be out next year? I don't. I don't know the official date yet. Okay. Uh, JJ's House of Jams. Love the Lugo shootouts. James has a great channel. He does. Uh, guy's a legend. You know. Let me tell you something. I when I was on the gear page, he came. He was on there and he was posting about his shootouts and he did a song um 40 days around the world or something like that oh yeah uh-huh his fucking voice on that was sick yeah he's he's a good vocalist yeah that's what I he's was, i mean that's what he does he does vocal coaching mostly yeah i was like damn uh, damn he could sing or at least yeah. he could i, I mm -hmm. was like that guy should be in a band singing for somebody um it was a cool song. I don't know if he has it out but 40 days around the world check out the song if you guys want to hear it um Dave, our custom order amp still backed up? Really backed up? 
custom order amps. I mean, you know, if you're just ordering it through the normal, well, custom order amps, like in custom colors or something like that. Um, well, I mean, there's a backlog of amps. So if you ordered now, it's going to be a while to catch up to it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, <laughs> it's really yeah. backed up. Uh, sucks. Regarding Lugo Amp Shootout, what is the Ocean mod? That was a Cameron mod. Uh, I don't know what it is exactly. I don't think I've ever paid attention. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that did sound good. Uh, another, what is with the EVH iconic date pushed? Yeah, it seems like it. Um, I know they wanted to get it out before the end of the year, so it's probably still on track before the end of the year, I would think. Uh, who knows? I'm not sure. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people interested, which is cool. I'm it's nice to see a lot of people interested in EVH products. Um, I would also say for Jen Majura, um, check out the SLO module also. I would, think she, I would think Jen probably has, maybe. Probably already has it. Maybe. Uh, she said she had the BE and the BBBE. I know, but she probably had checked it out. She probably checked them yeah. all out. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Um, Tyler Bertan. I got a buck some boost on my birthday Christmas list. I know it would sound killer with my JJ Jr. Yes, it will. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It'll tighten things up. And uh, it's a great pedal. Uh, because of you guys, I play music too. I got a Variac. My house voltage is 123 volts, and being able to bring it down to 110 or 100 really smooths out the amp. Yep, it does. Yeah, I mean, even if you just bring bring your 123 volts down to 117, Mm-hmm. Or 115, it's much nicer. It's, it's less harsh and less push sounding. Yep. Uh, hey, guys, just got the Wildwood 20 exclusive. Need to know if I need a speaker connected to it for the load when using the direct out. Uh, no. Uh, it has a built-in load. So if you have no speaker cable inserted in the use first speaker jack, uh, there is a load. So... If you just have no speaker cable plugged into the jacks on the amp, not the cab, the jacks on the amp, then you have a load. And okay. and the XLR works even if you have a cabinet plugged in also. Roger Dat, thank you for the super chat. Dave, where did you get and develop such an excellent customer service attitude? Not being sarcastic, honest question. Um that's a good question. You know, uh, I think it just developed over time. Um, I, as we've gotten bigger, I just insisted on answering all the emails because I couldn't stand, uh, maybe I'm a little bit of a control freak, (laughs) but I couldn't stand not being in control of it. Um, and also, Generally speaking, again, if you have someone else do it, and I have help doing this. I mean, I I have our guy at Boutique, Vlad, who basically facilitates everything. 
So, um, if, you know, if you have a return, you talk to me in an email. I try to troubleshoot something if you're having a problem or, or whatever. Uh, if some part needs to be sent out, Blad does that for me. Um, if the customer needs to send it in for an R with an RA number or anything to the factory to repair, uh, Blad takes care of that. I pass it on to him, so to speak. But to have him just do it, here's what's going to happen. You know, he's going to tell me, oh, this guy just sent me a video of his amp and it's doing this. Can you take a look at this and tell me what you think? And then I look at it and then tell him what I think. And then he has to pass it on to the customer. Well, there's too many problems with that. I mean, if he doesn't copy and paste what I said or tells the customer something wrong, then it's, you know, there's just more problems. Then he's just coming back to me again. You're just it's cutting just, out the middle. It's just, person, it's just yeah. easier if I do it myself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've just gotten in a, a routine where it's it's pretty easy for me. I mean, I answer my emails as fast as I can. I don't let them stack up. I generally speaking, every morning I get up and have coffee and answer my emails, clear them out. Midday, I might look at them a little bit here and there and answer a few because I have more by then. And then in the evening, I generally answer them again. So um, you're going to get a response unless somehow your the email didn't get to me or somehow I overlooked something. But you're going to get a response right away. And it's best, please, please, like, if you guys have problems with your amps or a question, don't, don't go to the Friedman user groups and ask the question there. Because generally speaking, all the answers you're getting are wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not. Sometimes you get the right one, and and but you you know, and then I'll see it and go stop listening to everyone here. All this is wrong information. <laughs> Just email me friedmanamps at gmail .com. I'll answer you, and I'll answer you within the day. So. <laughs> So just don't get impatient and go to the, the user group because then you can just get a bunch of wrong, incorrect information. Occasionally right information, but most of the time it's wrong. It's most of the time people are guessing. They don't know. Yeah. And and then they, you know, and people take that as the answer and then. Right. Uh, exactly. No. Yeah. Uh, JJ's House of Jams. Dave, your classic and classic pl plus pickups are incredible. Serious magic going on. Nice. Cool, man. Awesome. Glad you like them. Uh, music Therapy Laz, thank you again. Got an empty 4x12 cab. Thinking going two greenbacks, two V type Celestians, wired mono, and stereo. How would Dave wire that up? Well, mono how? Why, why V type? That's the question I have. Uh, V-type as in V-type Celestians or V-type as in Vintage 30? Uh, if it's going to be Vintage, I would suggest the Vintage 30 combo. Um, I don't really care that much for the V-types, so uh, that's why I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, how would I wire it up? Well, there, it's, a, it's a series parallel wiring. Uh, if you email me, I could send you a, a, a link to the the wiring the best wiring i do it the vintage style way which actually is two sets of speakers in series and then paralleled at the jack 
but he wants it mono and stereo. Oh, mono and oh, and stereo. Oh, well, that works too. No, that doesn't work. Then you got to wire it a different way. There's 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 some um, diagrams on you can Google it and you know. There's also a, a jack plate that you can buy that has that all that configuration on it, and you just hook the speakers up to it. Hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, looks like Michael Torrin was somewhere in the house here. Hey, Michael. Uh, Dave, can Marshall... 1930 pop popular be modded so it's not hissing all the time without sacrificing its dynamics dynamics you know what that is marshall 1930 uh i don't even know what that is yeah. <laughs> uh i i'm gonna tell i'm gonna look it up right now 1930 hmm. oh, okay let's see Oh, so this is a a slightly obscure Marshall model. Nineteen thirty, popular. Okay, so it was a combo. Um. Oh, it's one of these. You know what? I um. Oh. I think I had one of these ones. Is that an is 18 this, watt? Is, is this what you're looking at? Uh, hang on. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, to answer that uh, properly, I'm going to have to actually know something about it, which I don't. Um, so I can't hmm. answer you till I look at a schematic of it. Interesting. I've never even seen this amp before. I think I have. But there's the uh uh 1930 popular. Here it is. I'm literally oh, it's a 10 watt. Okay, I'm looking at the schematic now. Um I mean, there's not really much that can be done with it. It's very similar. Yeah, no, I mean, it's really, it's really, really very basic. So, um, what's it based on? It, it's more, it's more like the 18 watt amps. Hmm. Uh, a little different, but it's a lower, slightly lower wattage. Um, it's pretty basic. I don't really think you're gonna get it. There's not much you could do to it. <laughs> so, okay. Mike Bledsoe, Dave, I played your BE amps and they sound great, but have noise. Have you thought of adding a noise gate to eliminate eliminate the background noise? No. 
<laughs> I mean, the more gain you put on, the more noise is there's going to be. I mean, be like if you add, if you take a JC made hundred, which doesn't really have much noise because there's not much gain, you add a pedal to it, it adds hiss too. Um, there's plenty of really good uh, noise gate pedals out there that if you want it that way, you can you can use decimator or something like that. Um, no, I'm not going to add that to an amp. I don't believe in it. <laughs> It's not. First of all, it's the amount of noise is not that noisy. I've got a BE one hundred right behind me, and yeah. it's not that noisy. But I do use. I got a um, a Boss noise suppressor, an NS whatever. Yeah, and um, I pop that on. It's fine. Kills whatever minor hiss that's there. Yeah, I, I just I just don't like putting. I don't like putting those modern features into the amps so much it's just you know it's better off if you pick what gate you want if you want a gate you know the funny thing is like gates were really popular back in the 80s and stuff to or 80 late 80s early 90s to you know with rack gear and different things to you know be dead silent and then they went away completely and i don't know most all my pro clients use nothing no gate at all a couple of them use gates in with a pedal because one pedal is really noisy and they want it just in there with it um and then maybe a couple clients use a gate more as an effect they specifically are looking for a very chopped a cut off kind of tone right 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 so yeah. it, it depends on the style of music but but almost none of them use any noise reduction at all hmm. Well, most of the time when you're playing with a band, that just goes away. You know, you don't. Yeah, you don't... It's, it's funny, you know, also, too, if, like, you're sitting in a really quiet bedroom or something and you're playing your amp, there's, like, hiss seems crazy. If you um, take this amp and I put it on a stage at an arena or something, uh, I can guarantee it seems like the rig is dead silent and you can't hear anything. Hmm. It just gets absorbed in the kind of ambient noise of what's going on. Right. It's right. really interesting. Interesting. Uh, Jojo. Jojo left her home in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, <laughs> That's just my Beatles quote. Uh, I love the uh, show. Marshall, Marshall Class 5 combo opinion. It's change speaker, good to mod. I, I had a Marshall Class 5 when they first came out, actually. I liked it. I thought it was a cool amp. It just rattled a little bit, which annoyed me. And I know I, they uh, have... I've never actually played through one. Uh, I mean, I know of it, and um, change speaker might be a good idea. I'm not sure what speaker's in it. It's probably a cheap speaker, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, a speaker is always a good option to go with a higher-end speaker. They also make sure. a clock. They make a class five head too. You can forget about the speaker, but uh, yeah, change the speaker uh, and make sure everything's tight in that amp because it definitely rattled. Um, let me keep going here. Love the show. First time catching you guys live. Keep it up. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. Um, I saw. Oh, there's Michael Torin. What's up, Michael? Hey. Uh, I promise I'm going to get to your Synergy model module soon. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, but I don't know. Do you have enough stuff to play through while you're waiting? He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he needs more. Michael needs more. Uh, that's funny. Um, Dave, which Friedman amp would you recommend that doesn't require any kind of pedal boards, just authentic sound from the amp? Oh, wow. All of them. What, all of them? What? Uh, it depends on how many features you actually want. That that would be the the volume level, the price, and the features. So, um, you know, I mean, B one hundred deluxe does just about everything. So that would be the most full fledged. B fifty deluxe would be second to that. But uh, not, on down. But none of your amps, with the exception of maybe the the Bucks and Betty, um, would you really need a pedal for gain? Well, that, 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 that is an opinion. That's my opinion. I yeah. mean, I, I don't believe in that because I think people should play with less gain first off, uh, and often go overboard with gain. Um, for me personally, no, I mean, maybe for a lead, you know, you might, you might want some sort of coloration or boost for a lead, mm -hmm. but, but like a three channel amp, like a, like the HBE would be, you know, the, the BE 100, would be um, the thing you probably wouldn't need. Yeah. Unless you're one of those guys that just has to have more gain on top of the HBE. <sighs> yeah, I, I think it's just too much gain, personally. Um, I don't find that. It's like, yeah, if I'm going to use a gain pedal or an overdrive pedal, I'm putting it into a Fender-style amp or a Vox-style amp well, or, or even a Plexi to kind of, tighten it up maybe or something like that but not i mean i like i like i like overdrive pedals for color mm -hmm. so so not necessarily for a lot more gain uh but for a coloration so if you want uh, a, a tube screamer boosting your amp because you want that mid-range hump that it kind of gives uh or you want a different overdrive pedal that is just adding a, a just just a different color just a different shade Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's how I look at overdrive pedals for myself, at least. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, though, I don't use any. Yeah, most of the time, me either. Uh, Leonard Rodriguez, have you guys asked Chip Ellis to be on the show? I did. Um, we were trying. I tried to get Chip. At one point, he was very interested um, or was interested to come on, but I think uh, maybe life got in the way or whatever. Um, he just we might want to try again. Yeah, I'll reach out to him. I have his email address. Um, okay, so regarding the Jason Becker interview, um, that was when I did another show, not on this show. Um, so, no, there's no way to re-upload it because the guy who still has that other show, he took all of all the videos down that included me in them. So <laughs> we had an interview with, uh, with Dave, the first time I met you, Dave, which was like a three-hour interview that we did with you, and that's gone. Oh yeah, mine also. got taken down quick. Yeah, yours was gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. So those videos are gone. Unfortunately, I have no control over that. Um, someone else does. Modern vintage is the topic with Sir about load boxes. Which do you feel are most safe, especially your amps and 100 watt vintage amps? Um, is it 
ideal to not use one. I think we talked about that already. Um, we did. No, that's not the topic. But uh, uh, the sir load is safe. Uh, the Fryette load is really safe also. Um, that's the one I choose to use. Um, the two-note ones are fine. The UA seems to be okay. There hasn't really been problems. Uh, some people have had problems with the boss one, but boss one set on some extreme settings is not necessarily the most ideal load. But I personally haven't had much of an issue with it, but uh, there are people out there that have had several transformers blown with it. Mm. So I'm... Mm, but not my clients, but so I can't really firsthand say. Okay. Uh, have you guys asked the main man at Luxtone Guitars to be on the show? No. Oh, um, yeah, Jerry. I, that would be great. I'll do that. Sure. Yeah. They make great stuff. I just saw. Yeah, I've known Jerry forever. Oh, cool. Okay. I know the answer to this. Dave, is it possible to custom order a vintage T and Lefty? Yes. Yes, it is. And speaking of Bobby, Bob Tyrell has one. Hey, Bob Tyrell has one. Yep. Yep. Uh, either of you try the bare-faced audio cabinets? Hmm, no, I've not. No, I don't know what that is. Uh, let's see. I guess we're going to find out. I've, yeah, I've never heard of it. Um, Josh Lutter. Thank you. Uh, I have a mid-60s Vibrolux reverb that has been recapped, except for the caps on the circuit board. Should I recap those? Also, one of the speakers buzzes, but for some notes. Is right. this repairable? Are you talking about the electrolytic cathode bypass caps on the circuit board? Because the only thing that gets recapped in old amps is electrolytic caps. So the power supply caps, electrolytic caps, and then generally in fenders, you do the the preamp electrolytics also, and maybe the bias electrolytic also. Um, that would be the standard stuff for uh, amp service. Uh, and the speakers buzzes on some notes. Well, you could potentially get the speaker reconed um, if you can find someone that does it. Um, so there you go. Okay. Oh, um, your buddy showed up, so that gives us the ten minutes to lead. Johnny's with. here. Johnny's there. <laughs> Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. And that um, is from what? <laughs> the Shining. Yes. Of course. Uh, Vinny says, I think it's a great idea at the auction. Art for Seca says, uh, have an auction. Okay. Cool. Have an auction. You, uh, ooh, we're going to bid online. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know about an auction. First up for auction. This piece is starting at $500. And, uh, <laughs> do I have a first bid? <laughs> that could get ugly. <laughs> I don't know if we, can we even do that legally on, on, uh, on, on YouTube? I don't even know. I don't know. That's a good question. I know like things like Facebook have issues with things like that, but uh Yeah, that'd be question. interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could look that up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um let me get to the other super chats because I saw okay. 
Uh, Wyatt Willis, Dave, what tone field differences do you notice between full and half wave bridge rectification in something like a 12 series 50 watt and 100 watt plexi? Um, that's a good question. I wouldn't, not a, not a great deal to be honest. Um, not really, not really a great deal of difference. Uh, so that's, then that's how, that's also kind of like, uh, 50 out of 100 watt plexi. So, so basically you're talking like a plexi 50 versus a plexi 100. Well, if they're both dialed in with same specs and stuff, there's not that much difference between the two. At least in my experience. Okay. Thanks for the question, Wyatt. Um, Holdover, thank you. Hey, Dave, any idea what the preamp tubes even do in a mode four? I don't see them anywhere in the schematic, but they do affect gain if I swap in AT7s. I don't know. I'd have to look at it. They must be in the schematic. So I, I, I'm not looking at it. Uh, if they if they change stuff, then they're going through them. So uh, I want a Friedman garage sale to add to my collection of Friedman guitars. Okay, we'll have to. Ooh, and I might have a couple Friedman guitars for sale too. Ooh. Uh, okay. Let's see. Chico, sorry if this has been dis discussed before, but Dave, do you have any info on Adam Jones' Tool Super Bass? I've read that you may have modded it. I didn't mod it. I worked on it. Um, I mean, it's not totally Super Bass. I can tell you that. Uh, it, 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 there's some specs out there that I put out. I don't know if I can remember them all at this current moment. Um, really cool sounding amp. It was. It definitely was not all super bass. Hmm. So it's partially super lead. In fact, it's mostly super lead. Any other mods to it or mm, yeah, a couple little? You know, I have to look. I'd have to look up the specs. I think they're kind of. I think I stated it once online, and they're out there somewhere. Hmm. Okay. Dear Dave and Mark, amazing show as always. Thanks. Uh, could you explain impedance? Uh, that's, that's a tough one to just explain. Um, hmm. I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, you have, you, you, you should set your, okay. Uh, an impedance is the load the amp sees. So you want to set your amp properly because a transformer is not, it's a, if it's mismatched, it changes the primary impedance of the transformer then, which can cause issues if it's too far mismatched. You can mismatch it. You can, you, in other words, you can you can have a 16-ohm cab and run the amp at 8 ohms. It'll change the tone of the amp, uh, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, depending on on what um, what's going on. But um, ideally, you should just match it. It, you know, it, this is probably a better discussion uh, if you want to look up really technical terms on how to, on about impedance, I would look it up online because there's probably full documents on the whole thing, but I just simplified it there a little bit. 
I saw Stevie Fyatt talk about it on his show, I think. And yeah. he was getting real technical. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. 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 Look it up or go to Stevie's show and check it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, fix pedal boards. That's a big super chat. Thank you. Hey, Shazam. Tim. Shazam. Thank you. Thank call you. Call me back. <laughs> I called you yesterday. You didn't call me back. Call me back. Uh, did I skip anything? No. Okay. Um, can, okay. Here, here we go into impedance. Can you hook four 8-ohm speakers to 16 ohms? No. Uh, four ohm speakers can only be wired uh, to eight ohms or um, two ohms or yeah or 32 ohms which doesn't really count either so Dave what are your favorite univibe pedals are they um, um the the little um, vibe vibe unit I think the little um dry bell dry bell mm. makes a great small univibe pedal it's it's fantastic you know the old voodoo lab micro vibe was great too I was gonna, just about to say that you really took the really good on one uh, uh, works really well into uh, it's a little clearer that one the way it was designed because um, I was involved with that originally was a little bit clearer into distortion amps not quite as mucky as a original univibe circuit it's really cool yeah sounds right uh, okay um i love reading this this is the best show thank you I've heard music. <laughs> thank you thank you um keep going here because i know you got to go Mike Torin. Hey guys. What's up, Mike? Um, DMAC. Hey guys, I've got a small box pedal running into a Marshall Origin 20 and I love it. I also wanted, I always wanted a Durley Shirley pedal. Can, can't try before I buy. What can I expect using an SG or strap? Uh, uh, um, it's fatter. It's so. a little fatter. It has a really fat mid range. So, so when you get that, if you get that pedal, start with the mid range off. And then bring it in slowly. Don't start with the mid-range at half because it comes on kind of early and it's got a very wide, fat mid-range to it. And it has a little more gain maybe than the small box too. Okay. But I think you might like it with a Strat, though. The the, the Dirty Shirley with the Strat is really cool. Mm. Yeah, it fattens it up. It's yeah. nice. It, it's good. It, it would They would complement each other. They would do different things. Mm-hmm. Leonard Rodriguez, thank you. Did Edward Van Halen attempt to have a signature Marshall at any time in his career that you know of? And can you get Chip Ellis? We talked about Chip. I'll try to get him again. Didn't work out the last time. Um, and we, no, not that I know of on the Marshall. Yeah, it's strange that he didn't. Well, I think at one point in time, him and Jose were 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 shopping an amp around to different manufacturers. Hmm. And uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know what the deal was with Marshall. It's kind of a dumb move, but yeah, do you think? Uh, D'Lo, thank you. Um, can you recommend someone in SoCal, Los Angeles, Orange County, to co uh, Orange County area to cosmetically restore an old JCME hundred head? 
like Retolex and stuff. Um, the only person I know that m maybe would do it now is um, there's a V Boutique. You can look them up. Uh, Conrad at V Boutique. Maybe. I don't think he likes to do a lot of restoration stuff, so I'm not sure if he would or wouldn't. And the other person I know that used to do the bang-up, beautiful job of stuff like that, although it was pricey, uh, he passed away. So, hmm. Vipas Patil, thank you. Uh, Dave, can you talk about the P90s in your guitars, and what are your thoughts on guitars with three P90s? Three P90s. It's a lot of P90s. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they're big-ass single coils that are really noisy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's just, uh, you know, we modeled it uh, for our pickups. We just modeled it after a classic P90 kind of tone. Um, P90s are cool sounding. They're just like a real open, big, cool, grindy mid-range. Great sound, but noisy. Because it's a traditional wine. It's not a hum canceling. The, the person that makes the great hum canceling uh, P90s would be Lindy Fralin. Yeah. Those are fantastic. Yeah. Check out the show we did with him. Really great guy. Yeah. Lindy's awesome. Hamonicaster, uh, what would the guitar world be like if Leo hadn't made the basement? Yeah. Maybe someone else would have done it. True. Uh, but the basement, though, came straight out of the RCA uh, receiving tube manual. So, so uh, you know, that's where the credit goes. Michael Nielsen. <laughs> no, that's the new tone talk. Ha! No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. What's up, Michael? Uh, I know we got to run, so no more super chats, guys, because um, Dave's got to get to work here. Uh, the Goose Chase music. Hey, Dave, just wanted to say thanks for replying to the music. Uh, sorry, sorry, to the email I sent about a JJ Jr. with a Boss Tube Amp Expander. I see a JJ Jr. in my future. Cool, man. Awesome. Do it. Cool. Um, let's see what else. Almost there. There's a big list of stuff here. Jesus. Eric Schmeeke. Schmeeke. Uh, thanks for the super chat. We're going to uh, apologize in advance for butchering anyone's names. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, I'm not the best with pronunciation anyway, it sounds seems like these days. Um, is Mastodon going full modeling? Uh, no. Okay. No. I was like, that's... No, he's uh, currently using his amp uh, with, with a Helix. Oh, okay. For effects and stuff. Ah, see, I got you your question anyway, Harmonic Caster. I mean, there might be, you know, times in travel they might try something with modeling, you know. But uh, but no, no. I, I, I know for a fact he's using the amp because I had to repair one. Hmm. Um, like Dave said, probably somebody would have done it. If Leo hadn't made a basement, maybe, 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 yeah, maybe the whole who knows, yeah, crazy. Um, but there were amps being made before he made the basement, so someone would have done something. Uh, oh, thanks, Michael. 
Nice SLO, Mark. Thank you. I'm digging it. Um, Henning and Ampete did a, vid a video on impedance. There you go. Okay. Uh, Benjamin Clark. I, I would literally have to pull notes out and like and like and like really formulate my thoughts on that before I could really articulate it off the top of my head. I I can't really articulate it to you properly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, certain certain people are better at that than myself. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's cool. Benjamin Clark, uh, love tone talk. Thank you. Can you mod my dirty Shirley switch to be a tight switch like on the twin sister? I only use the switch in the higher gain setting. Sure. Okay. Uh, oh, man, he sent us another one. Fixed pedal boards. Thank you. Got a bail. Great show. Text me when it's a good time to call. Unless I'm in trouble, then snail mail only. <laughs> okay i'm not sure what that means tim but cool uh thank you and that's really unnecessary but thank you yeah super uh, nice of you tim is our our metal guy makes everything metal for us oh wow yeah so well thanks tim pedal boards things everything so um awesome jay clover uh this is the first time caught you guys live Normally, I listen to you guys on the road. I really enjoy the stories with the artists and builders from back in the days. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's awesome. That's why we do it. Preserve a little bit of the, you know, the history. Yeah. Realistically, before it's lost. Exactly. Uh, I think about that sometimes. These shows will live on between, beyond us, which is kind of cool in a way. Scott from Maryland said, does Dave plan on making something like a fry at power station? No, not at all. Cause Stevie's my friend and I wouldn't do that. Hmm. And, uh, he makes great products. So why? Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, okay. So, oh, here's one more quick one. Dave sure. Sparrow. Dave, what do you think of the Laney VH and GH series from the nineties? They're, they're really good amps actually. They're really cool. VH100 or whatever it was is a cool amp. Sounded great. Some uh, Laney's always had some in innovative features in some of their amps and the way they do things. I don't know if their tones were always super dialed in perfectly, but th th that era, those what he's talking about there, sounded really good. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, the Dry Bell Vibe Machine. Yep. That's the pedal. Um, and snakeskin should be mandatory on NASLO. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as next show goes, not sure. Um, we'll have to l let you guys know. Um, someone says that Bobby Dorrance, uh, BB says that Bobby Dorrance said he sent a super chat, but I don't see it, Bobby um, or BB. So, Bobby, if we missed your question, just email it to me at tonetalkmark at gmail.com, and I will uh, get it answered for you, okay? Well, I'm kind of scrolling back to see if I see it. Okay. Yeah, I don't... Um, I didn't see it. Not on my thing. So... Hang on. No problem. Um, while you're, while you're looking... Um, we are looking for 
to schedule other guests and uh, we'll plan on our next show. I know Dave's birthday's coming up. Uh, so, which is, what day was that? Did you say? Um, yeah. Okay. So we could potentially do the show on the 18th. Maybe do another ask Dave show. We'll see. Or a for sale show. Or a for sale show. Yeah. End of year for sale show. Garage right. garage sale. Cleaning house. All right. Let's do it. Did you find it at all? I, uh, no. Yeah, me either. Uh, what was the guy's name again? Sorry. Bob, Bobby Vance. Bobby something. Jesus. Bobby Dorance. Goes on forever here. Oh, here it is. You got it? Oh, I yeah, he he fifteen dollars from Bobby Dorrance. Uh I spend fifteen dollars a month on Netflix and you guys are way more entertaining. So here you go, fifteen bucks. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. Thanks a lot, Bobby. <laughs> I'm surprised we missed it. Um yeah. it was early. Oh, was it really? Oh, yeah, right. Here it is. I did miss it. Shit. Did we answer Bill Lima too? That was the first one. No questions today, just a thank you note. This is a show's great, informative, really appreciate it. You know what? I don't know. It looks like oh, well, we just it. did now. Looks like I missed a few. So yeah. God, I hope I didn't. Um I hate when uh, that happens. I'm glancing back and I'm almost to the beginning. So yeah, I'm doing the yeah. same thing. Wait, I think we answered everything. All right, cool. All right, so next show may be the 18th, maybe the other. Maybe we'll have uh, a guest. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. But check us out on Facebook uh, and Twitter, and also subscribe to the channel, please. And um, check out Sweetwater and the link that we gave you for this pedal from Amplitude. Pick it up. All right. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Awesome. Talk to you later. Talk to you soon. You got it. Bye, guys.